This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the IRS may have overestimated the public demand for a government-run online platform to file taxes. OPM reminds agencies to report telework data accurately. And open season is fast approaching, meaning it's time for feds to scrutinize their health care options. Those stories and more in today's federal newscast. It's Thursday, October 5th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Social Security Administration has a plan to push back against criticism over improper payments. Federal News Network's Jason Miller reports. SSA has created a new team to review and provide recommendations to improve its overpayment policies and procedures. SSA Acting Commissioner Kilolo Kijikazi says she will appoint a senior official to lead this team that will report to her directly. Kijikazi says the decision to create the review team comes after inaccurate reports that SSA has overpaid its citizens $21 billion. She says about a half a percent of the $1.4 trillion SSA pays out each year are considered overpayments. But Kijikazi says the review team is part of SSA's continuous improvement efforts. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. With open season fast approaching, federal employees should take a look at their health care enrollments. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman explains why. The Office of Personnel Management says taking action during open season can lead to cost savings. And along with taking a look, OPM is also encouraging employees to consider creating a flexible spending account, or FSA, to help cover health care costs for 2024. During open season, participants in the Federal Employees Health Benefits, or FEHB, program can make changes to their health, dental, and vision plan options. But typically, just 5% of feds take advantage of that open window. This year, open season will run from November 13th to December 11th. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. There are some reminders for agencies for how to accurately report data on teleworking employees. Agencies should be reviewing updated requirements that the Office of Personnel Management put out earlier this year. OPM's update requires agencies to be more specific in how they report which of their employees are on remote work or telework agreements. Agencies should also be reminding their employees to diligently record their telework hours using the right codes, OPM says. That data all feed back into OPM's Enterprise Human Resources Integration System, EHRI. A top White House official touts proposed contractor cybersecurity rules. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more. Federal agencies want IT contractors to report cyber incidents within eight hours of discovering them. That tight timeline, laid out in proposed regulations this week, could help agencies stave off broader cyber attacks. That's according to Federal Chief Information Officer Chris DeRussia. And that allows us to put pieces together and put the threat picture together at the speed that we need to to address our adversaries. And DeRussia says officials will take into account feedback about the potential costs and constraints of the rules before finalizing them. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Department of Homeland Security is trying to become an early adopter of AI technology in government. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the details. DHS is working on guidance to protect critical infrastructure like utility providers and hospitals from AI-powered cyber attacks. 
DHS is stepping up its focus on this technology ahead of an AI executive order that's in the works at the White House. Rob Silvers is the DHS Undersecretary for Policy. He tells Federal News Network that AI tools also hold a lot of promise for DHS's mission. From detecting and interdicting fentanyl to streamlined and safer airport security screening, there's tremendous promise and we're going to lean into that. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Defense Department will not let its contracting officers enforce contractor minimum wages in three states. As of yesterday, those minimum wages are off limits if the contractor is a state agency in Louisiana, Texas, or Mississippi. The deviation follows a federal court decision in Texas barring the government from enforcing an April 2021 executive order and related Department of Labor rule in those three states. However, the ruling allows the Biden administration to keep the $15 per hour minimum wage for its other contracts. The IRS may have overestimated public demand for a government-run online platform to file tax returns, according to the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration. The IRS is testing out its own e-file system next year based on surveys that found 72% of taxpayers would be interested in it. But the IG says the survey gave participants limited choices for responses and that only a fraction of respondents strongly favored an IRS-run platform. The Office of Management and Budget's new draft grants guidance aims to reduce the burden on agencies and recipients, as well as improve management, transparency, and oversight of more than a trillion dollars that goes out the door every year. OMB is seeking comments on the rewrite of Title II of the Code of Federal Regulations, which hasn't been updated since 2020. The 397-page document addresses everything from sub-award reporting to the requirements to obtain a universal entity number. Comments on the draft guidance are due by December 4th. The Commerce Department is looking to get ahead of any future problems that pop up in the supply chain of computer chips. This week, Commerce has released an updated semiconductor alert mechanism. The tool helps Commerce detect bottlenecks and address challenges in the semiconductor supply chain. The agency is asking companies, manufacturers, and others to submit information about any ongoing or potential disruptions to microelectronics and semiconductor manufacturing across the world. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, October 5th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 